Welcome to the Marriage and Motherhood Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Perda. I'm a life and marriage coach for moms, wife, mom of three, and I'm also an Aries, and for my fellow human design nerds, a sacral manifesting generator. This podcast is for women who want to be happier in their marriage as they navigate their journey through motherhood, even if you're like me and you weren't shown how while growing up. Inside, we're going to be talking about breaking generational cycles when it comes to how to handle conflict in healthy ways, redefining motherhood your way, and prioritizing your well-being because here, we believe that women don't have to sacrifice their happiness to be a great mom. And a quick note to mamas listening with kids around, you may wanna pop your earbuds in because nothing is left unsaid on this show, which means there may be times where something I say isn't meant for little ears. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, hello, welcome back to another episode. Today, we're gonna be talking about how important your presence has on your life your marriage, and just your experience as a human in general. Now, before I started working on myself, it was really hard to be present, really hard. Now, what I mean by present is being able to be in the moment and soak up everything that is there to experience everything that is available, even as simple as going on a walk and noticing how green the leaves are, noticing how the sun feels on your skin, noticing how the wind feels, noticing the flowers that you walk past and just being there, not worrying about where you're getting to, not just focusing on your destination and not even knowing what you're walking past, not noticing the faces that you're walking by, not noticing the houses that you're walking past or anything like that, right? You're just walking and next thing you know, you're at your destination. Okay. So that's what I mean by present on a relationship front. It's when you're with your partner and maybe you're just on your phone or maybe you're checked out and you're not really with them in that moment. Or maybe they're talking to you and you're just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like when you are fully present in a conversation, the energy is different. They can feel like you're actually listening to them. Same with your kids, right? Like say you're with them and you are maybe sitting with them and they're playing and you're just like somewhere else. Your body is there, but your mind and your energy are not there. So that's how I know when I'm not present. Like when I feel like I'm in a hurry all the time, I'm irritable, focusing on productivity about like, what do I have to do next? What's on my to-do list? One is at bedtime and just like in a state of just focusing on the next thing and being distracted all the time. Maybe even like spending too much time on my phone, constantly checking stuff or playing video games or, you know, being drawn to watching a lot of shows on Netflix, 
which by the way, I'm super hooked on inventing Anna on Netflix right now. <laughs> if you're watching that right now, send me a message. I would love to talk about it with someone because it is crazy. So those are some signs on how I know that I am not present, that I'm not in a state of being, of living, right? What I notice is that when I'm not present, I'm just living life on autopilot. Every day feels the same, rinse and repeat from the second I wake up, just going through the notions of, okay, let's get the kids ready. Okay, let's eat. Okay, drop off. Okay, work, pick up the kids, get dinner ready, get them to bed. And then it's like, ah, I can breathe. And then I numb out and, you know, through watching shows or playing video games or doing something mindless. And then I go to bed and then have it all over again. If this is you, then you are likely living on autopilot. And when we live on autopilot, that means that we're not really being intentional or present in how we are choosing to be in our life. And that affects how we experience life. We become more reactive and it affects our relationships. We become more disconnected, both of which I don't wish on anyone and it happens right? And so giving yourself compassion for those times that you do end up in back in that pattern, but also noticing how long has this been going on? How long have I been on autopilot and being real with yourself? Because if you've been on autopilot since the second your baby was born, then here's an invitation to ask yourself, okay, is this what I want? Do I want to look back and say, where did the time go and feel regret for not being the, the woman going after her dreams that you wanted for yourself, being the wife that was super connected and had fun and actually enjoyed her marriage and being the mom that felt really close to their child and felt like they what they were, the supportive mom that they wanted to be, the fun mom or whatever it is that you want to subscribe to in all of those roles. Regret is a painful thing to experience. And I, I once read an interview of, you know, someone had interviewed a bunch of seniors asking them, you know, what, what lesson would you want to pass on to younger folks? And they all said, Make sure that you're not going to regret how you chose to live, right? And if you're on autopilot and it's not a phase anymore, it's, it's just your normal. It's time to pause and check in with yourself, right? This is not how we're meant to live. That is not a definition of living. That's surviving. Right. And like, do you want to be all old and beautiful and gray and, and say, oh, yeah, I survived through life, like as a joke, sure. But is that how you want to feel? Or do you want to be like, no, I live my life. 
I lived my life. I was intentional. I was present. And, you know, there were times where I went into autopilot as it is very normal because it's a coping mechanism. And I was able to get out of it. I was able to navigate through that and support myself through it so that I was present again and started living life again. Right. Because we're human. So we encounter stuff, we have life lessons and, and we're not going to be happy all the time, but also we shouldn't be sad all the time. We shouldn't feel blah all the time. And so take a look at how you feel about life right now. Are you happy with it? Or is there room to make it more enjoyable? So how connected are you with how you feel? Your experience of what's going on in that moment, in any moment? Or are you thinking ahead or obsessing over the past? Are you, are you able to just be in the moment and enjoy what's here for you? My favorite example of how I can notice easily that I am not present is with hiking. (laughs) My family and I, we love to go hiking. We're not like crazy hikers, but we like to go out and walk and be amongst trees and feel small and whatnot. You know, whatever you deem hiking as with young kids. And I notice that I'm not present when I'm just like in a hurry to get to where we're going to be to turn around and then head to the car. The reason why we're hiking is to be out in nature, to get away from digital life, to connect with ourselves, with each other and with nature. And if I'm finding that I'm like walking ahead of the group just looking at where I'm going versus my surroundings and I'm telling my kids to hurry up. That's me not being present. And so actually what inspired this topic for today is I noticed that my breath was really shallow. I noticed that I've been really busy with work stuff. Yesterday, I just had my conscious communication workshop. And so I was busy with that. And then I got interviewed for someone's podcast and, you know, I'm, I've got things to do and I've been very in my head doing, 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 doing that. I haven't really taken a second to be. And so while I was heating up my lunch I love to multitask, right? While my lunch was heating up, I was doing a bio break. And then I was like, okay, what can I do next? I was like, wait a minute. I'm noticing my breath is really shallow. I don't like that. I want to be able to breathe deeper. And my journey through becoming a facilitator of breath work, I've learned how to breathe more fully. And before that, I was probably a shallow breather for a long time. 
And so what I did was I went outside. I did something out of the ordinary. I went outside in my backyard, sat in the rocking bench, and I just sat there with no agenda. Didn't have my phone. I just sat there, closed my eyes, allowed myself to feel the sun on my face, felt the breeze, looked at the trees, and just tried to soak in from all my senses and see what would change about my breath, not forcing myself to breathe deeper, but just noticing what happens when I give myself this time, the time that I usually and most often give to other people or other things. And through my certification, I've learned that when we spend time with ourselves, that's when we can give our presence to other people. But if we don't give it to ourselves, we have literally nothing to give, right? So pausing to give yourself that time is really a gift you can give to yourself that's free. (laughs) It's infinite. And it is so rewarding because you get to tap into that sense of like inner peace. And then when we are in that place, you feel more connected with yourself. You feel more intentional. You feel more conscious and present. And that allows you to be the woman, wife, and mom and employee or whatever, all the hats that you wear that you want to be. So here are some ways that I tap back into my presence when I feel like I'm not present, when I feel like I'm on autopilot, right? So going outside, like I just did before this was one and really being present to my sensations and what I was experiencing, checking in with how I'm feeling, right? Like how often do you actually know how you feel? right? When people ask you, how are you? Our standard answer is I'm good. How are you? But we don't actually take time to be like, oh, how am I? And over the past couple of years, I've noticed that. And, you know, with people that I feel close to, I will actually ask myself that. And it's always, it always comes as a surprise, right? Like, oh, I don't know how I'm doing. Let me see. Let me spend some time and think about that instead of having that knee-jerk response of, I'm good, right? I'm not saying like, you know, pour your heart out to a stranger, but with people that you feel safe with, to be honest with, take that time to ask yourself that internally, like, oh, how am I doing? How am I doing? Like you get to check in with yourself. That's just, that's just it. You get to do that, right? So that's one way is pausing to check in with myself, going on walks. Doesn't have to be a long one, right? Breath work. Breath work has been transformational for me so much that I went and got certified to do it. (laughs) So look out for, um, for future offerings. Actually, by the time this airs, I might even have one out there. Um, but breathwork has been amazing. 
if meditation hasn't worked out for you, you should check out breath work. It's incredible. It's a really fantastic way to get out of the autopilot, unconscious ways of living, tapping into your inner wisdom, your experience through your body so that you can get out of your head and gain that clarity that you need or work through and heal, you know, unprocessed trauma that, you know, whether it's small or big that you've stuffed down because you haven't quote unquote had the time to deal with it. It's, it's helping your body process stuff that it hasn't had the space to do. Cause like in our society, what do we prioritize talking and talking comes through the mind but what about the body's experience, right? The body doesn't forget. There's even a book called The Body Keeps Score, right? And it's all about how our body stores our quote unquote negative experiences. We've been taught from an early age that it's acceptable to express our joyful moments. But what about negative moments? Those aren't welcome right? And so what happens? It gets stored in your body. And so breathwork is a really great way to process that as well as other things, right? And if you want to learn more, you can hop on over to my website to check out more about what breathwork is like and, and read about my experiences and the different possibilities that you can work through, through breathwork. Another way is journaling, right? Just like any of these like exercises that help you be in the moment, not worrying about what's next, not like diving into an obsessive state of like what happened in the past, but just allowing yourself to check in with yourself. Okay. And when we allow ourselves to have this time, which, which by the way, this is like real self-care. Okay. Like I'm not talking about getting your nails done, getting your hair done, like all that's great. But if we're talking about sustainable support for you, this is it. Okay. This is how you maintain and improve your well-being. This is the work. So when you do the work to help yourself be present, when you notice that you're not being present, you'll find that you have more patience, more compassion, you're kinder, you're more understanding, you're more empathetic, you're more fun, spontaneous, even flirty. You are more willing to receive compliments, support, whatever. And it's like, it creates so much opportunity for you to be who you want to be. But if we don't allow ourselves to be, if we don't give ourselves a space and to hold ourselves and support ourselves how we actually need to be with all of the freaking distractions that we have nowadays, you're just going to be on autopilot. And again, how do you want to look back on your life? I certainly want to be like, yeah, I lived my life. I was able to relish in the, in the amazing moments and I was resilient through tough situations and so on and so forth. 
So here's some time to check in. How present are you right now in this, in this very, very moment? And what can you do if you notice that you're not present? What would feel really good to you to go do to support yourself? And then go do it, right? Go schedule it. Go do it right now. Go interrupt your autopilot life and go do it. Or ask for support for someone to, you know, watch the kids or whatever it is that you need to do to go make it happen on a regular basis. Okay. Go take that break. Give back to yourself and notice what happens. And if you take me up on this invitation, I want to hear about it. So shoot me a DM over on Instagram or send me an email. I would love to hear what you're choosing to do and what happens as a result of it, like what you're noticing about yourself and how you're being, because you are giving yourself that gift of your own presence. All right. Because this is actually one of the qualities that you need for conscious communication. Without the ability to be present with ourselves, we cannot be present in conflict. And when you're present in conflict, you are less reactive. You don't get so easily offended by the tone, by the word choice, by the surface level stuff, right? You're able to really be in the moment, maybe even see through the words, the tone to what your partner's actually saying. And you're able to understand fully your experience, what you want and share it. But if you're not checking in with yourself, you're likely going into conversations like how I used to. And when I'm not taking care of myself still, right. Of just confronting and not being clear on why I'm even having the conversation in the first place and putting the blame on my husband and making it his problem to fix. Okay. So being present is super important if you want to reduce the drama in your conflict and increase the vulnerability and emotional intimacy in your relationship, which thereby helps with connection, physical and emotional. All right. So there's a lot at stake with your ability to be present. So go try it out and let me know how that works out for you. I'm rooting for you and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. See you next week. Bye. And that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening to the marriage and motherhood podcast. I hope that this episode helps you deepen your relationship with your husband and more importantly with yourself. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review it. Each review helps us to help more moms just like you have a more fulfilling life and marriage because we all deserve to have that and so much more. If you want to help spread the word, take a screenshot and share this episode on your IG stories and tag me at Michelle Perda Coaching. And if you'd like to request a specific topic for a future episode, put your request in by sending me a DM. See you back here next week. Bye.